Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or you've lost your gratitude journal once again, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm an intuitive business and health coach, and I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day. Hi, friends. We're back with another episode of the podcast and another interview with someone who is very near and dear to my heart. I have my good friend and business mentor, Natalie Dio, on the podcast for this week, and I'm just so grateful that she was open to sharing her story with us. As always, I love sharing these very special interviews with you and introducing you to people that you might not have connected with otherwise. Natalie has been an inspiration in my life for so many years, so I just can't wait to share her with all of you. Before we dive into the episode, I wanted to check in with you. Did you know that I wrote a book? So many years ago, I wrote a book called 30 Days of Gratitude, The Gratitude Program That Will Change Your Life. Now, the story of how this book came together in four months is something for another episode of the podcast. What I will share with you is that this book was not only a way for me to share all of the many ways that I was practicing gratitude at the time, but it was also part of my healing as I started writing the book shortly after I had my first traumatic miscarriage. For those that are new here, you may or may not know that I am a mom of an amazing 10-year-old daughter, and I am truly blessed to be a mom. I struggle with endometriosis, so the fact that I have a child at all is truly a gift. And after my daughter was born, I had two subsequent miscarriages. The book 30 Days of Gratitude is a program that takes you through different ways to shift your mindset, to practice gratitude, and all the ways that at that time in my life, I was using gratitude. You can find this and many other things on my website, which is wakeupwithgratitude.com. I have an online shop, and if you want to order an author signed copy of the book, you can get it there. The book is also available around the world in any Amazon shop, Barnes and Noble, Indigo chapters. It's available as a Kindle and a Kobo. So if you want to get your hands on it that way, I am honored that you would choose to purchase my book in whatever way makes sense for you. Again, if you want to grab an author signed copy of the book, please visit my website, wakeupwithgratitude.com. Today, I'm bringing you a very special guest and good friend, Nathalie Zion. Natalie is a woman with the conviction to go after her biggest dreams. A former Costco executive, Natalie was experiencing burnout in her career and searching for a solution to her health challenges. That's how she was introduced to network marketing, and after working her business part-time for a few years, she made the leap and switched careers. Natalie saw success early in her business and found herself sitting in her comfort zone for eight years. To get past this, she decided that success was no longer optional and that she would do everything possible to create the life she had dreamed about for her and her partner, Denis. 
Natalie and Denis live in the eastern townships of Quebec in their dream home, living their absolute dream lifestyle. We talk about what it's been like for this couple that loves to travel to be home together for the past year. We share some of Natalie's beautiful gratitude practices, and she also shares with us how she made that decision after being comfortable for so many years and what inspired her to do that. I am so excited to present to you Natalie Dion. Hello and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and today I am very, very excited to bring to you one of my dearest friends, Nathalie Dion. Hello, my friend. Hello, my friend. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for the invite. I'm really excited to be here. I am so excited to share your story with so many people because I, not only do I, you know, know your story well, I actually lived through parts of your story with you. Uh, Natalie is a network marketing professional and we've been working together in USANA since I started my journey with the company. So we've been working together for 15 years. Natalie uh, is an international speaker. In fact, just when COVID hit, her and her partner were in Australia, I believe, and <laughs> had to find their way home quickly. She, Speaking of her partner, she lives in the eastern townships of Quebec with the love of her life, Denis. You can see, if you're watching the video, you can see them. They're in a picture frame behind Natalie, and they are honestly like just the most amazing couple. And she wanted me to make sure that you knew that she was also a dog mama to her, her pupper's sky. But there's so much to Nathalie's story. And that's why I wanted her to connect with us today. Because what I love is that you've reinvented yourself a number of times. You've taken risks and really worked really hard on your mindset for so many years. And I think that's really powerful and can help a lot of people. So um, I'd love to hear a little bit about kind of how were you when you were growing up? Did you always kind of have a sunny disposition and a, a healthy mindset? Is that what you were as a kid? Yeah, I think that's a good question. My head is going... Yeah, I think I was always like a happy kid. And um, I think I was a big dreamer. Like I always had those like, you know, crazy ideas. And I was, I remember I was saying to my cousins, you'll see when I'm going to be big, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And uh, yeah, I was playing those things in my head all the time, wanting to be this and wanting to be that. And uh, yeah, I think I've always had this like uh, facility to to dream big. Yeah. And yeah, oh, <laughs> I was a happy that. kid. It's a big one because a lot of what we do, especially network marketing involves being able to dream bigger dreams and yes. to be able to challenge mediocrity and to be able to be uncomfortable with being uncomfortable, which is a lot of the ways that we spend our time is in this discomfort. Now, um, we're going to fast forward a little bit. So you, you know, you grow up, did you attend post-secondary? Cause it's different in Quebec, right? You did. You uh, Jeff, okay. Or? Yeah. That's why I was, yeah, I did the uh, college and university. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Jeff, which is like the college. What did you study in university? Oh, well, college was fashion design. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> and I, I never knew that. <laughs> And then I kept, kept going to university in graphic design. 
which was something I really enjoyed more like all the you know the marketing aspect of it and all the but always creativity I wasn't like a very good in any like you know when you just have to read and study I had to be creative in everything I was uh, doing at school. So I love that I'm already learning things about you in the first five minutes of our interview. This is so amazing. Yeah, so, we've been knowing each other for so long. So it's funny. It is. And that's that's actually one of the things I like about interviewing people that I've known for a long time is I get to ask them questions that I might not otherwise. Mm-hmm. So then, Madame Creativity, how <laughs> did you end up working a corporate job? Yeah. Well, I was unsatisfied being always just on the creative side. I remember one job I had, I was doing all the uh, advertising for newspaper and all of that. And I kept going to the sales director and asking them, so what about this uh, thing we did in the, in the newspaper? Did the sales went up? I, I needed the results. And this is how I realized that I'm not just creative. I'm more like, you know, I want to be creative, but I have to be able to measure the results. So slowly I changed my path and yeah, eventually I got this opportunity and, uh, at uh, Costco, where I had many positions. I was in the buying department, human resource, and I just like followed. I had other opportunities before that, of course, but uh, every time a door was opening, I was like, you know what? Let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. And uh, But always having in the back of my mind, oh, I'd love to be my own boss. I I actually feel that because I, when I was working in corporate, I always had like more ideas and creative ways that I wanted things to work more efficiently or see better results. And when you and I were in corporate roles, that kind of entrepreneurship, someone who within a company wants to have make changes wasn't really as accepted. It, Mm. you know, it's still, it's still maybe not the ideal, but you know, that, that drive to want to do your own thing and have this creative outlet that you're the, the stewardship of is pretty exciting. So then, uh, somehow, some way you are in a burnout. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, well, for many reasons, I was working really hard. Of course, I like I like to, you know, when I do something, I like to do it all the way. But I guess eventually I got clarity on what I wanted to do. And um, my career wasn't perfectly aligned with my values. And when you keep going to work every day against a little bit your value, eventually it's going to drain you. And you, I, that's my explication of how I burnt out because there was many things I wanted to change. I didn't have the power to change. And it, it just wasn't. And of course, after my burnout, well, then it got really clear that I didn't have the right vehicle to go exactly where I was, that I wanted to go. And health, of course, became like at the top of my list. 
and, you know, working in corporate, working long hours, 55, 60 hours a week is not totally aligned with having, uh, you know, a super healthy uh, lifestyle, let's say. So, so yeah, four months, uh, four months later, I was, uh, on burnout for four months, but you know what? I love to share that with people. I think it's one of the best gifts I got from life because I learned so much from it. And because of that, I asked myself even better questions and uh, I became really like non-negotiable that you know, I was going to choose me and my value and what lights me up in life. And, uh, you know, it was like a new life that started from there. Oh, my goodness. I mm-hmm. really I wrote I made a quick note because what you said about when you're uh, in a job or even a business that is not aligned with your values <laughs> and every day, you're coming up against it. And just it's a little bit every day. Right. Yeah. And then over time, you suddenly you wake up and you're like, I am burnt out. And that, that I think is a really key message for a lot of people, especially women who might be listening, who are like wondering why they're burnt out. They might be wondering, you know, is it the pandemic or is it something else? Because truth be told right now, yeah, burnout is happening for a lot of people because our, our mental, especially women, our mental load is so much yeah. higher. But this ability to identify and understand what our values are, And then to say like, wait a minute, am I showing up every day in somewhere that's not aligned with my values? That's going to chip away. So, oh yeah, that's a big one. So then when you happened, tell me a little bit about this story, about how you happened to discover network marketing. Um, Well, actually my parents, when I was a kid were part of network marketing at some point with, you know, like many parents and their but uh, for some reason, it didn't work out for them. And uh, they had a restaurant, actually. So it was just like a little thing that passed quick, quickly in their lives. So I knew a little bit about it. Uh, but it's really the health part that got me to network marketing. Because after my burnout, I started changing the way I was eating. I became strict vegan at that time. I was doing yoga. I was doing a lot of things. I moved to the country. That was a big one for me. And uh, one weekend, I went to a big health expo Expo we have in Montreal that we don't have, of course, not during COVID. But um, And that's how I... I went there and there was a a boot, a USANA boot. And this is how I, you know, it's the health part that attracted me. And uh, after, of course, all the business model, like really, really resonated with me. And uh, I started part-time uh, with my full-time job, I kept my job for three years and uh, I started part-time and uh, eventually I made the decision, like it's not an obligation for anyone to do that. <laughs> I always make sure I mention that, but I made the decision to uh, really go full-time into my business. And I realized once I did that, that I should have done it earlier. You know, it was really 
I've never looked back. Like USANA was my first company, but it was so aligned. And I took like three weeks to decide. I made a lot of research. I looked in other companies. I really made sure I wanted to be sure this time that I was going to be somewhere where I would felt on my X. Can you say that on my X? Yeah, on your X. Yeah, yeah. On my X. Right on yeah. this, exactly in the spot where you needed yeah. to be. Yeah, exactly. alignment. Exactly. Alignment. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is actually, and it's not the story for a lot of people that, you know, come across network marketing. They don't always find the right alignment no. at their first go. Definitely not. That is a huge gift that, because you went from a health perspective first too, and it helps that that's a priority for you, Sana. It's, it's actually one of the yeah. four um, values of the company. So yeah. that, you know, aligns really well with who you are as a person. And we look, you know, all these years later, of course, like, I mean, you just, you're so healthy. Are you, are you going to tell us how old you are? <laughs> you'll never believe that Natalie is over 50. She looks. I'm going to be 55 this summer. I can't even believe it. And you were telling me you were out snowboarding yesterday. Yes. Yes. And yeah. you love to stand up paddleboard. <laughs> And yoga. I, you know what? I just think, yeah, we change, of course, but I just think that it's it's a question of mindset. You know, I always push. Am I nervous when I try new things? And like to this day, even when I snowboard, like and I'm at the I'm at the top of the mountain, I'm all I always have that little feeling, you know. But I always push myself to do different, you know, hikes or activities or. I I don't like statue quo, you know. I love to try. This is my drive in life. I like to try new things, and that's why I love traveling so much as well. You know, just experience new things. And I guess as well, especially when you get over fifty, you have that feeling inside of you that you have to experience at in a faster pace because you know half of your life is kind of. <laughs> Yeah. Gone. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, we're doing everything we can to live long and healthy lives, but I, I feel you. I'm 45. This, you know, just turned 45. So feeling that different yeah. feeling of, of really just choosing um, to have the experiences that we have, regardless of whether we can travel or not. And I think that's important yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. So when I met you, you had reached a certain level of success in your business. You were doing well. I remember um, my business partner and your good friend as well, one of your closest friends, Leanne Jacobs, you know, yeah. she met you, you were already doing well in your business. You were doing yoga in the morning, drinking your green juice. So you kind of had, you know, you had a good life, a good career in network marketing. Yeah. And then you kind of stayed there for a little bit. Uh, the woman with the big dreams and the big vision, you got to a good level, a good paycheck. Yeah. And you stuck around there. So <laughs> for eight years. There? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we we I guess we all have to embrace our journey, you know, like that was my journey. And even if I would say today, well, I would have done it differently. There's nothing I can do. And this journey makes me who I am today. So that being said, it's just that I got comfy. You know, it's, I was like an entrepreneur. I was making a 
reasonable income. I had the lifestyle, the freedom. I traveled. I met Denis. We bought our first house. You know, like just things. I got busy with life. And then I started losing my momentum. And um, I guess I, I started just being satisfied, which is okay. I have nothing against that. But I'm a true believer that, well, I'm going to speak for myself. I am here to do things in life and shine in the world at a bigger scale than just, you know, being comfy. Let's put it that way. And uh, so a few years passed by, I started losing my momentum. And again, a little bit like the burnout part, you know, I, I wasn't happy. Like I wasn't satisfied with what I knew I could do more. I could impact more lives. I knew, and it's not a question of money only. Well, I knew I could earn more, of course, but it's not, that wasn't my main motivator. It was like this, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't satisfied. I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, okay, you can do more than this, you know? And that kept dragging, you know, it was like heavy. And um, yeah, so I stayed at the same level for eight years. And to be honest, it wasn't exactly the same level because my income started going down at some point. And um, to a point that I asked myself, should I go back to corporate? And uh, the answer was no, of course. We'll be right back to the episode after a quick word from our product partner, USANA Health Sciences. Friends, when you think about self-love, do you think about taking care of your body? And I don't just mean taking care of your body from the outside in. I mean taking care of your body from the inside out, right down to giving your cells the love that they need to keep you healthy, strong, and vibrant. There has never been a more important time for us to take care of our immune system than the times we live in right now. I want to share with you some of my favorite products from our product partner, USANA Health Sciences, that help to support a healthy immune system. First, let's talk about vitamin D. Did you know that vitamin D acts as a hormone and influences over 800 processes in our body? It is one of the most important vitamins that we need to take. And the reason that you'll want to choose to order from my USANA shop is that USANA products are pharmaceutical grade and they're manufactured in an FDA-approved facility. What that means for you as a consumer is that what's on the label is in the bottle every single time, so you're getting the highest quality products when you choose to invest in your health. The next thing I wanna mention is vitamin C. Now, vitamin C is something that we know we have to get from our food or from a supplement because it's not manufactured in our bodies. And it's well known that vitamin C, of course, helps with immune function and support. USANA does this through several different products. In Canada, we have a product called Poly-C, which is a patented blend of different vitamin Cs that allows the product to last longer in your body. And in the US, it's sold as a great product called Booster C600, which includes the Poly-C, Echinacea, Zinc, and Elderberry, and comes in a beautiful powdered form. I've been using these products for myself and my family for over 15 years. So if you're ready to trust your health to USANA and these amazing supplements, please visit bit.ly slash healthy pandemic life. 
That's bit.ly slash healthy pandemic life. Now that we've taken care of our immune system, let's get back to the podcast. Natalie, I think that's an important thing to share because I'm sure that there are people listening that have a network marketing business. Maybe it's something to do on the side or there might Mm -hmm. be people that also do this as a full-time profession. And I think it's really good to clear up the misconception that if you build your network marketing business once, you never have to do anything again and you're stuck for life. Like that just isn't a real thing. It doesn't happen. If you get comfy and close and stop investing in yourself, and your business, because first yeah. is always investing in yourself, the income's going to drop. That's just, that's attrition. That's what happens. And you were seeing that we've all been through that as a, as leaders in the profession. That is normal. Yeah. It's a wake up call. It's yeah. a reminder to do this. And this was, is fun because then you and I started connecting on a different level at this time when you said, okay, enough of the comfy, let's start to move forward. Um, it's interesting, Natalie, I wish I could share the photo because I have in my mind a photo of you and Leanne and I at an event I, over a decade ago. And I, I look at you today and how healthy and vibrant you are. And I think back to that, that woman in that picture, and it's not the same woman. And wouldn't it be amazing if instead of like, as we age, we look older and less healthy to see the opposite. Yeah. I'd love to see that picture, actually. Oh Can my you God. send it to I'll, me? <laughs> I'll find it. It was an event that you had come to Toronto to do. And oh, I, yeah. yeah. And I remember I, your skin wasn't like, your skin was kind of uneven, a little bit, maybe blotchy. And mm. you, just didn't, you looked just a little less, you looked like inflammation, right? Like same with Leanne. We were all a little bit puffy. Yeah. We we're all dealing with inflammation. And we just, anyway, I just think it's so... I know that a lot of people are listening and not watching, but I want you to imagine like, you know, if you're, if you're 50, imagine your 40 year old self, do you look healthier or not from that 40 year to your 50 year old self? And so all of a sudden you're here. It was it the year that you turned 50 that you decided to make the change. Uh, yes, pretty much because at yeah. 49, I had that wake up call that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be 50 next year and i've been saying that at 50 i'll be you know like uh, financially free which means just to you know for the people like uh, listening to this financial financially free doesn't mean like uh, it, it's different for everybody yeah. it's your income covering your lifestyle yeah. that's what it is yeah. and i wasn't there and I had promised my fiancé, Denis, to retire him from corporate, and which at that point, he wasn't even listening to me anymore because he had seen me for eight years being in this, like, you know, stable situation. So, yeah, one day it was just a wake-up call. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to move forward, success is not an option. It, it was either I quit or... I'm going to create the success I want. And I started putting myself in action. And I didn't tell them at the beginning. I was let, I was, I, I said to myself, let's my, let my action speak louder than my words, you know? And he started say, seeing the difference. And then I hit uh, a level in our company and then another one and another one. And at one point, I won a trip 
Costa Rica. And then he was still working. And this is where everything changed for us because he came, he was able to take a week off from corporate. He came with me and then he didn't just see the vision. He really felt it because he met other leaders. He met families like doing USANA together full time. And uh, yeah, maybe I'm going to... Uh, no, this is great. Continue. Okay, yeah, I love this part of your story. <laughs> okay, perfect. And uh, at that trip specifically, he, I think he started believing, okay, I think that we can do this together. And this is where we said to ourselves, we fell in love with Costa Rica and we said, can you imagine? Well, it wasn't, can you imagine? It was the goal is to come here one month every winter. That was the goal. And uh, so we said, okay, I'm going to keep working hard at my business. Then he was going to keep his uh, corporate uh, job. And we would keep that plan for one year. That was the plan. But we came back. And two weeks later, he came back home and I thought he was acting a bit weird, you know, and I said, babe, what's going on? You're different. And he said, you know what? Let's do it now. I'm ready. We don't have to wait one year. And I was like, hey, let's do this. And so I still have a lot of admiration for him for doing that big move because he has been working uh, since I think he's 16 years old, you know? So that was a big move to do that. And uh, so he did the move and the following winter, we went to Costa Rica, but for two months and last winter also for two months. So it's, it's crazy when you plant a seed in your mind and, you know, you, we were talking about it all the time. We were like, then he was looking at Airbnbs on his phone all the time. We would talk, we would eat on Saturday night with a globe on the table, looking at the places we would travel. And this like grew up, grew up, grew up. And my actions and my momentum were always aligned with that. You know, when you have like big goals like that and you're so, um, you know, like stimulated by them, you're so, you know, it was like we were leaving it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I couldn't like just say one day, oh, I don't feel like it today. Like it didn't even cross my mind. It was like, so that's how, you know, we got like really five years of the big growth and, um, and still super motivated with big goals. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, you said something there and I wrote it down because I think it is critical to this journey that you've been on for the past five years. And you said success is not an option. Mm-hmm. Just You just made it. That was it. Like, it's not optional. It's not optional anymore. It, you got to that point where it wasn't optional. And what I want to say is instead of, instead of um, not being optional because you had burned out and things were terrible between you and Denis, mm-hmm. you went the other way. You went yeah. and looked and said, no, like, this is it. I promised that we would have this life together. And I get really emotional because I, Mm. I like many women in network marketing have said it would be so great to retire my husband, but you didn't retire him. He 
decided. Yeah. He decided. And I think that's what we as women in network marketing, especially those in, in leadership, is what happened with Denis is so much more powerful than you being like, okay, honey, you can quit your job now. Yeah. Right. It was him deciding that he wanted to be a part of the life that you had been in action creating for the both of you. And he's like, I'm in. Yeah. That is such an important thing because we do hear this message a lot. I want to retire my husband. I want to retire my husband. What if your husband doesn't want to be retired? Exactly. Exactly. And you can't just hang on to this because there was many years where Denis, I was talking to him about that and he wasn't interested at all, you know? So it's, yeah, you're right. It has to come from him. And uh, so that it was really, I think the big motivator was that we wanted to be free together and be together all the time into, you know, like this pandemic for us, it's not changing much. We're always, always together. And uh, that's how we love it. You know, we love to travel. Now, of course, we do other things. And when you mentioned success is not an option, that is so like, I really did cut myself from any other option. I knew that if like I still remember the feeling if I wasn't doing that, this would become the biggest regret at the end, at the end of my life. And, you know, my, I lost my dad about six years ago and we didn't have like a, sorry, I'm going somewhere else totally, but um, he shared some stuff at the end of his life that he he never shared with me before. And I knew he was full of regrets. And that was very eye-opening for me. You know, that, okay, how, like, I know we don't like to think about that, but, you know, your last day of your life, like, you want to look back and, you know, tell yourself, oh my God, like, I, I did live big. I did everything I could. I did, you know, and if I would have stayed in that statue quo, you know, where it was like easy and comfy and that meant big regret at the end of my life. And, you know, people always, not always, often, and this is what I was doing myself, we often choose instant gratification, instant pleasure. It's instant. We want it now, quick, no sacrifice. I don't want it in five years. I want it now. And that's why so many people in network marketing fail because they choose maybe one night after work rather than doing some specific activities in their business. They choose to, oh, let's go, uh, you know, well, not now, but let's say have a drink with friends or rent a Netflix or whatever, because it's instant gratitude. But when you have a vision that makes you, you know, like vibrate inside that it's, totally the opposite. You're like, no, Netflix, far from me. You know, I have to do this. So yeah, I think it's, it's the why behind everything. It's the why. It's the motor. (laughs) 
Oh, Natalie, you said so many, there's so many things that I've written down during this interview because there's so much wisdom that comes from what you shared. Um, for me, when I think about wake up with gratitude, it is that, you know, you said we don't really think about death, but wake up with gratitude is that moment of being reminded that today is a gift yeah, and that it's about what you can do today. And yes, the work I do today is about the vision of what I'm building but it's also a reminder that today is not, tomorrow's not promised. And there is only that today and that mm -hmm. feeling of big dreams and big goals. So I know that gratitude is a big part of your life. I know it's something that you practice. I'd love to hear um, how does gratitude fit into your life? Is it, is it like a daily practice or is it just a way that you live? Tell me a little mm -hmm. bit more about that. Mm. I went through different st stages with my uh, gratitude. I used to have a journal. I was like journal for a long time. Every night I would write at least five things that I'm grateful for. And um, sometimes it was in the morning when Dyer is saying, when you put your uh, feet on the floor, you know, like see stuff you're grateful. There are so many things you can do, but I think that now it really has become something that is part of me. I'm, I'm grateful. I think naturally, you know, like uh, I'm going <sighs> to... I don't know, sometimes let's say we take a walk and I'm going to sit to the knee, suddenly like that, just walking. I'm so happy. What about you? Life is so good. You know, like I, I have this kind of natural way of being grateful. And when I'm not, I switch myself like really we all have bad days okay let's be honest <laughs> it's like totally normal but the difference with gratitude I think it those bad days you can rebound faster because you can just say to yourself okay I'm not having a bad day let's focus what am I grateful for? And I don't care if it's like, you know, your dog, your uh, whatever, your your shake you just did, whatever, it is something very simple. But just doing that, it will bring back your, your focus on the right thing. So it, it's really like it's there all the time. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And I repeat a lot. Let's say we go for a hike. Denis doesn't even know. Like I'm always behind him. I follow him. And I always say I'm, I'm so happy and grateful now that and I'm grateful for my goal that I have. You know, I always say that. I'm so happy and grateful now that I have a team of or that I reached this level or that I impacted. But I repeat that all the time. And it's it's part of my DNA now, I guess. It wasn't always like that, but I guess it becomes like that. And I'm sure you're, you are like, it must be in your DNA as well. You're the, the super gratitude queen. <laughs> Well, except that I'd never thought about that when I'm hiking. So I love that idea of why you're oh. hiking is that repeating of your what you're trying to manifest in the yeah. real world, the goal, and just saying that in your head as you're hiking along. So I love that. I'm going to adopt that new one. <laughs> Friends, I am sure that you're going to want to find my friend Natalie and connect with her. So where do we find you on the socials? Where do you like to hang out? 
I hang out on Facebook, on Instagram. Those are my two favorite, uh, Nathalie Dion and uh, my my website, nataliedion.com. So those are my two pl- my uh, places where I love to hang out. <laughs> and if you, if you want to hang out with Natalie on Instagram, she's there a lot. There's lots of just, I love the way you write. I love the way you inspire us. I love the way you remind us of travel too. Um, I know you guys had some great trips last year and those memories coming back and sharing. And your husband's a great, or husband, your partner's a great photographer. I know it's like you've been engaged for so long. It's like- I know. Now I'm calling him my husband, but uh, we're we're working on a plan um, to, for this. <laughs> okay. Well, I can't wait to hear about that. I know it's going to be like some elope. I know someone can help you elope uh, at the top of a mountain uh, here in BC. So I'll let you know about how that works. It's a pretty amazing, perfect COVID wedding. You take a helicopter to the top of the mountain. Oh my gosh. Okay, we have to cut neck for I know. I was like, this sounds exactly like the way that you and Denis would get married. So... <laughs> Oh, my friend, I thank you. Thank you for sharing your story with our audience today. Thank you for your vibe and your energy. I'm just thrilled to have been in your presence for this interview. I just thank you so much, Natalie. And I'm so, I'm so, so excited to share this. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. This was so much fun. I love you. You're such a good friend. Thank you. Thank you for everything. And yeah, for this invitation, I'm really touched and honored. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for listening right to the end of the episode. Did you enjoy this episode? Did you find new ways to practice gratitude or were you inspired to get back to some of your favorite gratitude habits? It would mean so much to me if you would leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Every time you leave a review, it helps other people to get to know this podcast and be introduced to our community. I'd also like to thank Paul Tedeschini for the post-production audio on this podcast. Thanks for being here, friends. And as always, I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day.